Welcome back to Blooming, a podcast for growth, which is all about planting the seeds to create your best life. In this episode, we'll talk about the 22 things I'm leaving behind as I turn 23. Coming at you live from Austin, Texas, my name is Kristen Jeanette, and I'm a certified non-expert with a lot to say. Without further ado, let's get into episode seven. Happy Monday, beautiful people, and welcome back to the podcast. I am very happy to be back with you guys for this week's episode, which is all about the things that I'm done with. I ran an Instagram poll because I was kind of stuck on a few ideas of what I wanted my next episode to be, and the vast majority said to do a list of 22 things that I'm leaving behind as I turn 23. If you're listening to this now, I turned 23 on January 16th, and I am so happy the year 22 is over. I feel like it's been a trying year, a year where I really got to grow and realize I want a lot of different things from my life than what I wanted literally a year ago. So this is me giving a little bit of my insight into the things that I'm really leaving behind and I don't want to deal with. And of course, things come up, things will happen. I may have to go back to those things as I go later on in life. But for now, I'm just really tired of having them in my life and I want to get rid of them. (laughs) So yeah, that's going to be today's episode. Um, I also want to thank you guys for being so supportive of me through this whole podcasting journey. I think it's been really fun to learn about myself and how I record and how I like to get into the flow of things. And I'm really glad that the topics I'm doing are resonating, not resonating, resonating with you all in ways that I didn't really expect. Um, Yeah, if you like this podcast, be sure to go to Apple Podcasts. If you're listening on there, give me five stars. Tell me you're really happy with the podcast and that you're really enjoying it so far. It does a lot for the podcast and it gets more traction and um, promotion. So I don't have to like plug it every single time, but I'm still going to plug it every single time. Yeah. Um, If you're listening on Spotify, be sure to share it. There's the share button. You can share it with your friends. Like, if, So you can send my podcast in a text message. You can send it to anybody, really, that you want to send it to. You can post it on your Instagram story. That's how I post that I have a new episode up. Um, sharing the podcast also does a lot, and it shows Spotify, like, the virality of your podcast. So... If you like it, be sure to share it and give me all the good vibes, and I will continue to make episodes for you all. And yeah, without further ado, let's get into the topic. So, the 22 things that I am done with. I've got a list pulled up, and I'm ready to get into it. And the first thing I have on the list is trash TV. I said that way too excitedly. So, trash TV is what I see on TV very often. <laughs> And I spent many a summer growing up watching just bad TV. And trash TV or bad TV to me is television shows that don't serve a purpose or tell a story that I'm engaged in. From what I remember in elementary school English class, there were different purposes for writing. And it's to inform and to persuade and to entertain. And if television doesn't fall into any of those categories for me, I'm leaving it behind. And that's it. Some of the examples that I have to me that personally don't serve any purpose of those are The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, 
Keeping Up with the Kardashians and any spinoffs relating to that and 90 Day Fiance. I don't know why I spent so many hours watching these people. I don't know why I spent so many hours watching The Bachelor. Like, they all break up in the end, and nobody really has the opportunity to fall in love the way I like to fall in love. So why am I watching this TV? Although, I will say, Bachelor in Paradise was briefly entertaining for a period, and now it's not. (laughs) Keep me up with the Kardashians. I don't, I wouldn't say I'm anti-Kardashian, but I'm anti-everything they stand for. And it seems like they have no moral values and they're just doing stuff to just get attention. And that's not really entertainment for me. So I'm going to leave them behind and hopefully never speak of them again unless I'm giving an example. And then 90 Day Fiance. I was not into this show a lot, but I would watch it for hours on end. And I would see like... On my Instagram Explore page, I would see updates from the cast of 90 Day Fiance, and I'm like, why am I getting this? I don't follow these people. I'm not particularly intrigued. I don't get it. Oh my god, excuse me. So yeah, I'm going to leave those people behind, and I'm going to leave those TV shows behind because it's not worth it for me, and it's over. So yeah, that's I'm leaving trash TV behind. The second thing I'm leaving behind are influencers. And I'm leaving them behind because I noticed that my habits changed as I followed influencers and they were doing their job because I was buying things that I didn't need. Another example that I mentioned in my last episode was the toothpaste story and buying toothpaste because an influencer said it was good. Who knew toothpaste companies are investing in influencers? Not me until I saw those posts and I bought the toothpaste. So... Yeah, along with that, I would, I've been tired of just being constantly informed of products and of things to buy and for ways for me to waste my money that I felt really overwhelmed because now I don't really have the money to buy useless things. So I, for my influencers, there are some that I genuinely enjoy and it's because I see their posts as a human being more than a product pusher. So I have like my list of those people, but my general guide is if I see that you're just constantly plugging products, like there was one girl that I followed and I love her to death, but she would post where she got her dress from constantly or what she was wearing in her posts constantly. And it was on her story every single day of what she posted. And she'd be like, oh, here's my dress. Here's a similar one. Here's this kind of similar one. Here's this color. Like, it was constantly, up, like, constant updates. And I was like, I don't need this dress that badly. So that kind of stuff, or if somebody's pushing, like, if they're primarily a, I guess, a makeup influencer, and then they just started posting, like, what they were wearing and, like, where to buy it, that just gets really annoying to me. So I personally unfollow those people. And then I'm unfollowing drama channels on YouTube which makes me very sad because I find those very entertaining. But over time, I'm still not invested in influencers enough to care about what their lives are like. And I don't really care enough about the drama ensuing in their lives. And I don't want to entertain that. So sorry to tea spill. I love tea spill. That's my favorite drama channel, but it's just not worth it for me. So yeah, 
I keep saying so yeah, and I want to I want to leave that behind. That's a bonus. I want I want to get better transitions, and we can see how that works. Another thing I'm leaving behind, my third item on the list, is unrealistic goals, and this kind of goes back to the realistic resolutions episode and making everything you resolve to do a little bit realistic and not as lofty as a New Year's resolution. So for me, an example is that I really want to get up at 5 a.m. every day, but I know I won't. Like realistically, if I'm looking at myself, I don't prioritize getting up early. I prioritize getting enough sleep and sleeping as long as possible so I can be rested and prepared and ready for my day. I can do 6 a.m. Like 6 a.m. is no problem. It's a little bit early for me, but if I want to get up early, that's generally the time I like to get up early, but and I know I won't do five unless I'm like unnaturally excited, like for no reason, I'm just very excited. So yeah, I, it's part of my resolution of being kinder to myself this coming year. And I think setting those realistic resolutions and getting rid of unrealistic lofty goals is going to help me with that. So we're leaving them behind. On the material side of things, I am going to try, please don't hold me to this, I'm going to try and leave behind plastic because plastic is horrible. <laughs> I didn't realize how bad it was until I was thinking about all the companies that use plastic and I'm thinking about how we use plastic to bag our groceries and we use plastic bags to hold things and we use plastic to do a lot. We expect a lot out of plastic and that takes up so much of our resources and our just our time. <laughs> so my goal is to not buy any new plastic items and to focus on materials that are sustainable and will benefit the planet in the long run. So like instead of buying, if I buy a soda, I would buy a soda out of a can because it's made of aluminum and it's recyclable over a plastic bottle. You get what I'm saying? I'm going to try and not buy any new plastic items and to, for the plastic items I have to use them until they either break or they just fall apart. I think the only exception I have to that rule is my hair products. There are some hair products that I have that I know are fully recyclable. Like the bottles themselves are completely recyclable. So I will keep using those so long as I can recycle them. Because that I can recycle. The next thing in the material kind of world, <coughs> excuse me, is fast fashion. I'm leaving behind fast fashion because it's bad. And I can say this because I worked in a fast fashion company. The ethics behind fast fashion don't really align with me. Like, I don't believe in underpaying workers for profit. I don't believe that people across the world should be getting paid pennies a day or dollars a day for a $50 dress or a $20 t-shirt. It's so, it's hurtful for me because I want those people to have the same amount of money that we get paid and I want them to have the same kind of financial opportunity for growth that we have while we work. And while the system isn't perfect, I think the way I can move forward is to support companies who fairly pay their employer employees and usually they're much more transparent about it if they're actually doing it so that's kind of what i'm looking for i'm also looking for things made from recyclable materials because it's not 
it's not sustainable to keep buying new clothes for me. It's just wanting to, it's another thing about wanting to keep up with all the new trends and they oversaturate the market with constant trends. So you buy more and you waste more. And usually the clothes that are made in these factories, in these sweatshops, they don't last that long. They're not good quality. They won't hold up. I'm going to try and a lot, like in the similar vein of not buying new plastic, I don't want to buy any new clothes from fast fashion companies. And these are your companies like H&M. They're like Old Navy and Target, which hurts me because I love Target. But it just doesn't, it's not something I want to continue doing. And the clothes that I want, I want them to be made ethically and to last a long time. So yeah, if I, I think many companies and brands are based around their genuine effort to improve our planet and my money should go to supporting them. So I'm going to try and thrift as much as possible and then buy from companies that I know are trying to be sustainable and ethical. The thing I'm giving up on my list is my CD collection. And let me tell you why. Since 2010, so for the past decade, I have accumulated over 40 CDs and I don't own a CD player anymore. And once I got Spotify, I stopped using CDs. So also CD cases are made of plastic, <laughs> which is on my anti-plastic list. So it just doesn't seem right to me to have them if I don't have anything to enjoy them with. I thought CDs would eventually become popular the way vinyls have, and then you get money from keeping them. But I just don't think that they're really worth it. I once I got Spotify and then once I got a vinyl player that had Bluetooth so I could use my Spotify, it was over. I started collecting records and my collection is pretty small actually. I'm looking at it right now. It's behind me. One. I think I have around 10 records and they're records that will last longer than CDs have. That's why vinyls have been so popular is because they've lasted through the test of time and they won't break and they won't they do scratch, but they don't scratch for random reasons the way my CDs have. And yeah, the plus I love I love the sound of records. I just enjoy it. So I'm going to try and get rid of all my CDs. I'm going to go to Half Price Books and sell them just or just get rid of them if they don't want to buy them. I don't need them anymore. Next thing on my material list, it's the last thing I think on my material list, is my makeup collection, which is... <laughs> big step for me. I have loved makeup for so long. My favorite thing was to do my makeup and to create new looks and to accumulate more makeup and to have so much that I didn't end up using. It's come to my attention <laughs> with my lifestyle right now and how I am living. I don't need that much makeup to live. I can just go by with a little bit of like concealer that won't last me forever that won't last me all day and I will be fine like I am at peace with my face that I don't feel like I need full coverage every single day so I'm gonna try and cut down my makeup by a lot and I won't have to worry about it in the future now we can go to more of the non-physical things yeah the rest of these are non-physical that I have on my outline and there are things that I think that people should think about in a way because we all have all fallen into these kinds of traps and um, 
thinking in these kinds of ways. And so I think it's time for me to leave them behind as I move forward in the year. The first thing I have is settling. I used to believe in settling so much that now looking back, I regret the college I went to. I regret what I studied. I regret the, well, not that I regret it. I'm sad that I went to the school that I went to. I'm sad that I didn't get the degree I really wanted because it wasn't at that school. And I, like my sorority stories, I, before the beautiful sorority I was in, I joined a horrible sorority that um, I can get into on another episode. It's some pretty weird, deep stuff. But I settled because I didn't think I was good enough to join a traditional popular sorority. And I wasted a lot of time settling for things and not thinking that I am good enough for everything and not that I'm not able of achieve uh, able to achieve all of my dreams. So settling done. We are only seeking the best in the future. And it's because I know I'm the best and I deserve the best. The next thing I have on my list is hiding how I'm feeling. And I still struggle with this. It's so easy for me as a human being to paint over everything I'm going through and to say, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. Don't worry about me. I'm fine. And usually about 50% of the time I am fine and I can handle my own problems. But I think people should know and they have people that are close to me have the right to know when I am not 100% fine because let's say I say I'm fine and they do something that has nothing to do with me and yet I get upset about it. It's because I have another issue underneath the surface that I didn't mention and I want to be able to be authentically myself with the people that I'm close to and hiding how I'm feeling doesn't align with authenticity and being genuine. So I'm going to be more honest and more vulnerable moving forward and hiding how I'm feeling is out the window. You you see that, uh, that hiding how I'm feeling is on the balcony. I'm pushing it. It's gone. I'm also done with being too proud to ask for help. This is kind of in the similar uh, field that I am always saying that I'm fine and that I don't need help, but your girl needs help. And being too proud, being way too proud, I have been humbled by my circumstances. And I don't know about y'all, but if you're broke, you tend to need help. That sounds so weird, but after losing my job, I did struggle with money and I wanted to paint it over like everything was fine and that I was going to magically come up with rent. And that's not the case. Like nothing just magically comes to you. Like it comes with work and it comes with manifestation if you're into that. And I know now that I need to ask for help when I need help. So not only for like me financially, but in the future when I'm working at the job I'm going to start, which, yay, I got a job. Um, It's important for me to ask for help because it's something I haven't really done before. And I don't want to be like lost in the, the, the work and not knowing what to do. 
So asking for help is something that I want to do in the future. And I know it will benefit me in the future. So I'm also pushing pride out the window. It's gone. Next thing is I am leaving behind not pursuing all of my passions. I, I wrote this down in my outline and it says, I am a creative baby. I, I get distracted, I think, with a lot of opportunities to be creative and I enjoy them all usually. I have so many interests. I love cooking. I love baking. I love painting. I love drawing. I love writing. I love learning guitar when I can, playing piano. Like I have so many creative interests and I shouldn't feel like I have to give the majority of them up just because of what the world wants of me, I guess. So usually when you start the narrative is that when you start a job, you give up all your creative passions. And I don't believe in that. I think creativity is an essential part of who I am and the, the arts are an essential part of who I am. And I should feel like I can develop them as I grow older and make them just hobbies and passion projects of mine. So that's also gone. And I want to pursue as many opportunities as I can involving my, involving my creative passions. And yeah, I want to, I don't want to hide them all anymore. (laughs) So yeah, I'm done with that. Another thing I'm done with is beating myself up. I can be so mean to myself, especially because of pre because of the past I I can beat myself up pretty badly and just think that I'm the worst ever but I'm not we're going to acknowledge self-worth in this house and self-esteem and anything that doesn't align with that is gone I think we're over halfway through now yeah we are over halfway through the list next thing I have is toxic and fake relationships I I've kind of realized I suffered through so many fake relationships, not like romantic relationships, but friendships with people that I, that are some of the most ingenuine people that I've met in my life. Like they just don't come across as trying to be real. And that's what I want. Another, because of these relationships, I've wanted the approve the approval of people I don't even like. And I will probably never like, unless we all drastically change. And it's not worth it for me to spend time with people that aren't people that I align with and that we don't have the same goals and we don't really enjoy each other's company. I don't have, like I wrote down that I really don't have to try to get the approval of people that I just get along with. And that's a marker for a real friendship that's going to last a long time. So uh, if I find that we're not in a good friendship and we're not in a good, like, we're not good people for each other as friends. Like, bye. <laughs> I, I have no time anymore to entertain it. Okay. I paused because this one, this next one is kind of controversial. And it is that I am leaving politics behind. And I try to keep this a politics-free space because going into politics is just, it doesn't help, like, it's just not helpful for me in this kind of podcast where we're talking about personal growth and development. But I'm done with politics and I'm done with 
the modern idea of politics. In reality, no one's ever going to be done with politics because it drives our lives and it drives our policy and things like that. And I'm not done with follow, I'm not done with supporting my values and my beliefs and trying to get them enacted into law. But I'm done with the modern culture surrounding politics. Like thinking about the 2016 election and what happened, people were ready for the 2020 election immediately. Like immediately. They were people started running in 2018 and I felt like that was just too much. It just wasn't we didn't have enough time to really settle in and really think about what we wanted. It was just like, all right, I'm going to run because of whatever. And the way politics is covered now, it's more of like a tabloid. It's people want to know everything about a candidate, which is great. But they, I feel like it's gotten too obsessive and we're following politics and our politics are becoming like boxing matches and the nastier you are the better you are as a candidate the the wittier your comeback the more news attention you're gonna get the next day and for me i don't know about y'all but politics for me is not about sound bites that's it's easy when when i studied news they said it was really good to get sound bites but it's just not worth it like that's These comebacks and this really hostile kind of political scene that we have right now is not, like, what I want to engage in. So, with all of that, I feel like, to TLDR, or TLDL, too long didn't listen, I am not done with politics, but I'm done with the obsession over politics and the hostility behind it. That I am done with. Another thing I'm done with, speaking of politics being like sports, I'm done with pretending to like sports, y'all. <laughs> Story time. That sounded so ugly. That little hat. Anyway. Speaking of politics being like sports, I'm done with pretending to like sports. I did that in a relationship of mine that I pretended to like baseball. I don't know shit about baseball. I never grew up watching it. I didn't, I don't know anything. (laughs) I just know they hit the ball and they run, which is essentially all sports. You hit a ball or you grab a ball and you run. Um, I'm a casual fan of sports, except baseball. I don't know anything about baseball. But I don't really see a purpose in watching sports for me. Um, because titles and trophies, they don't really mean anything. It's just a false kind of value we put on teams and on city pride, I guess. Um, and I'm going to sound like such an Enneagram type two. If you're into the Enneagram, surprise, I'm a type two. I just feel like sports are good for building teamwork and for having fun. And it shouldn't be competitive at all. If it is, like, it shouldn't be so intense that that's all you want and that all you want is to win. And it should, for me, sports, I want them to, like, I just want them to be fun. And I want it to be promoting moving your body and keeping active. And the sports world is really big 
competitive sports world that has so much money and value put into it that isn't real. Um, I don't think it's worth pretending to like it. That being said, I will still die for the women's soccer team. And I think the activism that athletes have because of this perceived value is incredible. And I think the work that they're doing for the causes that they have is so great. And I think that's one of the good things that's come out of sports. But I'm not going to pretend to like baseball. Sorry, I hate baseball. That's all. <laughs> I'm leaving that behind. Speaking, not really speaking of. We're almost done, y'all. The next thing I'm going to get rid of and leave behind are old narratives. And I say this because I've kept a lot of narratives from my childhood that I am a certain way because somebody said so. So one of the things I had growing up was I was an overweight child. Shocker. And coaches and I remember my dance teacher constantly overlooking me because of my size. But like baby girl wanted to be a ballerina. That was my biggest passion. That was what I wanted. And I wanted to be a dancer. That was it. I wanted it. (laughs) And people overlooking me because of my size made me think that I wasn't good enough because of my size. And I held on to that belief. And then it became my belief over time. First of all, my body is capable of way more than what others perceive it to be. And I can move like nobody's business. Like I'm not a runner. I get that. That is a thing because I have asthma, sports induced asthma. But your girl can do yoga like nobody's business. I can stretch. I can move and I can hold myself up. The fact that I can hold this, I'm overweight. The fact that I can hold my body weight up, that my body can do that for me, that's pretty cool and that's pretty badass. And I want to love my body moving forward and that narrative of not being good enough for physical activity because of my size, it's bullshit. It's gone. No, I love my body. That's all. Okay. Not recycling. Not recycling is on this list. And I have it because I, before I started recycling, I would take out the trash every few days. And before I got into like sustainability and learning about recycling and things like that, I realized probably half of my trash or more is recyclable. So I'm going to try recycling because now I have recycling bins at our apartment. And I think that I should try it and I should like the more I recycle, the less trash trips I will have to take. So it's best for me. I want to recycle. In a similar vein as politics that I'm done with, I'm done with the news. Another, I guess, controversial thing because I know I majored essentially in news. My major was in mass communication and electronic media, which is essentially news writing and writing for the news back and forth, broadcasting for radio, for TV, (coughs) and radio, TV, newspapers. Your girl was a news baby. And the, what I enjoyed about that major was learning about the history and the philosophies behind why news is the way it is. And I think news serves an extremely valuable purpose in our society. But that being said, when I learned about history, I learned about the rise of 
the of news being used for entertainment and opinion news. So like, <clears throat> sorry if you watch it, Fox News is news interjected with entertainment and people's opinions that don't really matter. And same thing with like even CNN. There are some things that like commentators and 24-hour news has really brought down the value of news. And I don't think it's what I want to engage in anymore. So yeah, I'm done with, I don't want to work in that kind of environment. And that's kind of messed up because it's my entire degree. (laughs) Um, But that being said, I'm also doing a lot of research and just thinking about my values and what I want. And news doesn't really align with that, like working in news. So that's me. I'm done with the common, the modern day news. Yeah, done. We have four more things and they're kind of simple. I'd like to think they're simple. Let's see. (laughs) Four things. One, store-bought bread. I am not buying bread anymore and it's so nice. I don't need bread. It's not like, I don't know. The texture of bread has been freaking me out, particularly store-bought bread. Because now I'm able to make my own bread. I've learned how to make like um, naan, which is an Indian flatbread. And oh my God, it's better than any store-bought naan I've had in my life. It's so yummy. And I made, what was it, dinner rolls for Thanksgiving? Those were so good. I love dinner rolls. And I just love, I love making homemade bread because it just tastes better. And it doesn't have any preservatives in it. And it's not wrapped in plastic the way store-bought bread is. Yeah, I'm done with store-bought bread. (laughs) Another thing, social media stalking. I have been known to be an expert social media stalker. I, (laughs) when my friends would have crushes on people, I would like, I'd probably know more. I would literally go in to look more into them and I would find stuff that I never thought possible. And after my last, was it even a relationship? I was stalking that person on social media constantly, like every day, twice a day. This person does not care about me. This person probably doesn't even remember my name, if we're being honest. Actually, no, I hope they do. I'm great. But it's just not worth my time to invest in somebody that's never going to contact me again and is never going to even try being my friend. So, yeah, social media stalking. Usually I'm stalking people who I don't even really want to connect with. So, done. That's an era of my life that I'm... In, in particular, I'm passionate about and glad that I'm getting rid of moving forward. The second to last thing that I'm done with is forgetting my worth. Like I said, self-worth is something I want to value moving forward, and I want to become a person that values themselves. So forgetting it's easy to forget my worth, especially in my like my personality. It's so easy to give to others and give and give and give and not think about my worth and my needs. And in order for me to really truly give to others, I need to give to myself first. Wow, that was powerful. So that I'm surprised I said that. 
I want to remember to give to myself and nurture myself the way I try and nurture other people because that'll make me nurture other people better. So then forgetting my worth means I won't be able to do that. Okay, the last thing I am done with is holding on to grudges. We are not holding grudges anymore. It's in not in my best interest. I can be a petty, catty person. I genuinely can, and I don't think that's what I want anymore. So, yeah, that, I'm done with it. And I want to move forward as a more peaceful and less petty human being. Yeah, that's that. Alrighty, I know it's been a super long episode. I'm looking at my beat count because I recorded this on GarageBand. This is double what my normal episodes are. But that's everything I'm leaving behind. Thank you guys so much for voting on this poll. Um, Let me know what you guys think of the episode. Let me know what you agree with. Let me know what you don't agree with. If you don't agree with the podcast being this long, me either. I like them short. Um, Yeah. And until next time, I hope to see you guys soon. And until then, be sure to drink water, be kind to yourself, and look at all the ways that you're going to grow. All right. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Blooming, a podcast for growth. You can follow me on social media on Instagram at Kristen, K-R-I-S-T-E-N, J-A-N-E-T-T-E, underscore at the end. Be sure to rate the podcast five stars and let me know what you guys think. I hope you all have a wonderful week and I will see you next episode.